The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for the wonderful introduction and good morning. Today is October 22nd, 2023, and here are the topics that we will discuss on this week's edition of the Serious Side of the Jay Ryle Show. The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. And this rogue judge, a Trump hater, the only one that hates Trump more is his associate up there, his person that works with him. She's screaming into his ear on almost every time we ask a question. Disgrace. One other group, it's a disgrace. So this rogue judge refuses to acknowledge the fact that we won 80% of this case in the appellate division, including statute of limitations. You know, in the statute of limitations, you have a period of time. He wants to go back so far that nobody's ever even heard of such a ridiculous thing. Tonight, pressure growing on the Biden administration to come up with a lasting policy solution to address the crisis that's impacting the border and cities far beyond tonight. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez and his wife indicted by a federal grand jury in New York. Yeah, that indictment charges Menendez and his wife, Nadine Menendez, with having a corrupt relationship with three New Jersey businessmen. Online radio at its best. Welcome to the prayer for thanking God. This is simply a video I've put together where I'd like to pray for anyone within the sound of my voice. All I ask you to do is to agree with me as we seek our Heavenly Father together. Please continue to meditate on this prayer for yourself. Speak it daily or listen to this video over and over again. And allow the Word of God concerning thanking God to reach deep into your spirit. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we gather together here online and come into agreement in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. Where two or more are gathered, there you shall surely be. And anything we agree upon is touching, you will surely do. The Bible says that if there's any unforgiveness, that it should be dealt with before praying. Therefore, we release any anger, bad feelings, resentments, or any other wrong attitude before you now. We lay it at your feet, and we release and forgive those who have wronged us. I lift up those watching this video, and we come into agreement and lift up thanking you, Lord. With the help of the Holy Spirit and by your grace, we join with all of heaven and make a joyful noise to you. Thank you so much, Lord. We step into your presence with gladness of heart and singing. You are the great I am. You are more than enough. You are worthy of all praise and glory. It is you who made the listener, not them themselves. They are your people, and the sheep are your pasture. Together in agreement, Father, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and enter your courts with praise. We come before you to present an offering of thanks. We are filled with gratitude and want you to know it. Lord, the listener wants to bless you and affectionately praise your name. For you are so good all the time to the listener. 
Your mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. Your faithfulness and truth endure to all generations. Thank you for blessing the listener with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Thank you for giving them discernment and spiritual understanding. Lord, we enter your gates with thanksgiving in our heart. You are the Father of the listener. Thank you for their life. Thank you for your word. It is a good and delightful thing to give thanks to you, O Most High. From the very bottom of the listener's heart and with all that they are, they thank you. Thank you for those positive people you have brought into the life of the listener. We are grateful for the victories and achievements the listener has experienced by your grace in spite of their faults. The listener is your child and is loved by you unconditionally. Together we rejoice in you, Lord, and give thanks at the remembrance of your holiness. The listener is an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of the listener. Life is exciting and the listener is grateful that they are alive for such a time as this. You have a wonderful plan for their life and we thank you for it. Thank you for past and present relationships. Thank you that the listener always triumphs in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. There are so many surprising things in the book, but the thing that surprised me the most, that I actually had to reread it because I said, is this true? Right. Was that in 2016... You and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. It was not a divorce on paper, but it was a divorce. So from the year... Welcome in 347-850-1272. It is the serious side of the J. Ryle Show. I'm J. Ryle. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging with us and being a part of what we do. Of course, I never share this stage by myself. Let me introduce you to the player players from the Himalayas. My big sister's in the house, Miss Vanessa Mae Belly from the McAnelly is here. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning, Jay. Good morning, everybody. Absolutely. We're glad you're in the house as well. My man, my brother, the man that gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S is in the house as well. Good morning. How are you, sir? Well, good, well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you and Ron. Good morning, that's the Ron. Good morning, Virginia. Good morning, Kathleen. Ron. Good morning, Mama B. Ron. Good morning, Ryan Music. Ron. Good morning, Rich Sister. And good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning, my brother Jerome. Good morning, good morning. The number is 347-850-1272. Going to start to show off a little bit of sad news. The Cowboy, uh, our dear sister Momo Beezy and Mahizi lost her father. Uh, you know, prayers to the Cowboy. You know, Miss Deli has some shoes to talk about him on the show, man. You can just tell that she was filled with pride and joy, and she would tell us stories. We would laugh, and I know it's, uh, you know, she has a heavy heart this morning, so I wanted to spend a few minutes just to talk about the Cowboy, Ms. Delias, your thoughts. Look, man, anytime you lose a parent, it's a horrific thing, man. And, uh, you know, for those who don't know, Momo V moved back from Florida so she, to, to New York so she could take care of her father, so that should tell you something about her character. So, you know, some man, I know, she, I, I, I feel her pain. Because, you know, I, I experiencing the loss of, of both my parents, you know, man, look, 
it, it, it's irreplaceable. It is irreplaceable to replace your parents. So, Momo, you got my love, you got my support. My dear, if you should need anything, just reach out and call. I'm here for you. Absolutely. Vanessa, uh, your thoughts? Well, I've talked to um, Momo periodically throughout her stay up with her dad. And yesterday when she called and, and gave me the news and I called her, I was on the phone with Momo for almost two hours trying to make her laugh a little bit so she could get out of the bed uh, because she's just so distraught. And I understand that. I understand losing. I've lost both parents, Bobby's parents, and both of my siblings, two of my, my brothers. So it's just, I'm sick, just two of us left. So I understand Momo's hurt and pain. And Momo, my love, my hug, they're with you. If you need to call, talk to me because sometimes family can be stressful. Please know that you can and, and please do. So my heart is with you. Condolences to the entire family. Well said. Momo B is our sister. Uh, and, uh, you know, like uh, both Miss Delias and Vanessa say, you know, Momo B knows where she fits in my heart. And, uh, you know, I love her to death. And I hate that she's going through this. A person in which such a vibrant personality and, you know, she's so funny and, you know, it's just a blessing. I'm so glad that, you know, you, you ask yourself the question sometimes, why do God bring certain people in your life? And I'm so happy that God made our paths cross. So Momo B, like both Mr. Elias and Vanessa, has uh, just beautifully uh, just displayed here. Uh, we love you. And if there's anything you need, you make sure you reach out to us. And you know that because you've done it in the past. We love you. And, uh, you know, prayers for the family. And remember, God is able and he does answer prayer. May God's grace and mercy continue to bless you and your family and comfort you guys during this most difficult time. And, uh Yeehaw, cowboy. Rest in peace, my brother. All right, uh, so listen, you know, this is the time of the show where we wrap and clap and talk about things that are not going to be on the agenda. You may have heard something a little new this morning. You heard some things that, uh, some topics this morning that I definitely want to try to get into before we get into the main show. Uh, what's happening in Israel, the Gaza Strip, the, the, the Gaza Strip? I tell you what, uh, if you watch the images on TV, uh, if you're following this thing, I know some Americans may not be paying attention to it like we normally do here on this show for obvious reasons, but my goodness, Mr. Elias, I mean, give me your thoughts on what's happening over there. Um, it's terrific, man. I, I, I think, you know, um, for for the uh, – I'm trying to think how they pronounce your name. The uh, Hamas uh, – for them to come over Hamas. and to Hamas, yeah, to come over and do what they did to uh, those innocent people, I thought it was horrific. I thought it was a tragedy. And I, and I thought that, you know, um, my God, how could, you, how could you just, you know, wipe out entire families like that? You know, and, and but, you know, uh, those people are repressed, and I, I you know, but for your repression, there, there's different ways of handling it. They, then they come over there and just start killing entire families off, and just just shooting innocent people who had nothing to do with with, with, with your with your uh, with, with, with your situation. So man, I, I just I man, it's it's, it's horrific, man. I, I man, and then you know, for them to for them to to, to bomb. 
you know, to come back and bomb innocent people was wrong too, man. So it is wrong on both sides, but I thought it was horrific for them to come over and just start shooting and killing people for no, just, just, just for your repression, man. I, how, how could you kill a child, man? How could you chop up and hurt children who had nothing to do with this? It's, just, it's ridiculous to me, man. It is. You know, we have to, this is a very sensitive topic here uh, in the States and, you know, the world over. Vanessa, let me get your thoughts on this, uh, what's happening in, uh, over in Israel and the Gaza Strip. So I think it is unbelievable that they came back after doing all of that, blowing up stuff and blew up a hospital. They blew up a hospital. I just, okay. So in Bible study on Wednesday, we were, looking, we were reading Philippians. And I just stopped Bible study because I could not believe that I was reading where they said that they, the, the Israelites, they walked people down the street naked. I said, wait a minute. They just did this. Can y'all believe that some people in Bible study didn't know that they walked those kids from that concert, that festival? down the middle of the street naked and raped some of them and I, it was in the Bible I could not believe I was reading that I couldn't believe that this happened back in the 70s 60s and 70s and now it's happening again but I, first of all I just couldn't believe that I was reading the Bible that they walked people down the street naked I couldn't believe it and then that's what they did they walked those kids down the street naked they raped some of them it was awful it was just awful. It was yeah. just awful. Yeah, it's an awful situation. I can't believe I read it in the Bible. Yeah, it's an awful situation. I, and I, when you I, think I'm gonna, about... I'm going to put y'all on hold for a minute. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Vanessa. Uh, it's, it's, a, uh, it's an awful situation. And when you really and truly think about... You know, you can sit here and people have opinions on the two-state state solution. You know, I'll be honest with you. I really don't understand what's happening over there. I've done some research. And, you know, there are people in America who are sympathetic to the, to the, Palestine, to the, to the Palestinian people because of what's going on over there. And so, but at the end of the day, Hamas is a terrorist group. Um, those people in Palestine and those Palestinians, they're being ruled by these folks and, you know, Israel saying, look, it's time to get rid of them. And so we're going to give people time to get out. We're coming in. We're cleaning the house. And, man, I tell you what, people just need to be able to live in peace. And it's just unfortunate, man, that, you know, humans, you know, kill humans. And, and it's just, I mean, my God, it's just ever since I can remember, they've just been fighting overseas. You know, peace in the Middle East, we've been saying that for decades. And it's like, what is going on? And I just can't understand sometimes, you know, the humanity when it comes to certain folks doing things to certain people. You know, they show pictures of women bloody from the waist down because they had raped. I mean, what type of, you know, religious or political cause did that accomplish by you raping women? I just tell you who you are. You're barbaric, and there's no place for society for you. But I hope you know they're rotting hell. Jay? But, Jay, you know what? They said, or they was reading something in Bible study that was saying that that's the promised land and that God left that land for them and that they would always have to fight for that land. 
So it's like, yeah. oh my God. I mean, but does the United States have? Boy, I bet you're gonna get some ugly emails. But the United States, they didn't say other countries was helping. They said the United States is putting a bill on the table for one hundred billion. I ain't say with no M. I said billion dollars to help both of those wars. And it's like, I mean, who, what budget is that money coming from? A hundred billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for after we help, but then after we help Jay, they're also afraid that those people are going to come up to the United States and retaliate. It's a cruel world out there. It's a cruel, cruel world out there. All right, one more topic I wanted to talk about, but we've run out of time. We could talk about it during our mid-show break, what's happening with Will and Jada. That's a crazy situation. Okay, it's time to step out, take an NPR News update. Uh, We'll be right back to get into the heavy lifting of the show. Uh, We apologize for what's been happening for the past two weeks. Blog Talk is at it again. A long time ago, Blog Talk used to always have issues with glitches and things of that nature. Then there was a period of time where everything was running smooth. Well, I guess the gremlins are back because this is our first live show. Uh, since the beginning of the month, and it's been just hell trying to get this thing going. So we appreciate you hanging out. We appreciate you coming back to this place to listen to what we have to say. And, uh, you know, God bless you. And just hug a child. And, you know, once again, thoughts and prayers to Momo B. All right, 17 minutes after the hour, it's time for an NPR News update. And then we'll be right back to get into the show. 347-850-1272 is the call-in number. We'll talk to you in a second. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. The Israeli military says all residents in towns near the Gaza boundary will be evacuated within the next 24 hours as Israel intensifies its offensive against Hamas. Hundreds of Palestinian gunmen have been killed and dozens arrested as fighting in several areas in southern Israel continues. The BBC's Frank Gardner has more. One of the surprising things is usually when there is a conflict between Israel and the Palestinians, the casualties are far greater on the Palestinian side because Israel's got all the firepower. But so far this time, the casualties have been pretty similar, about 300 killed on both sides. And that's unusual, and that's been a real shock to Israelis, actually. The BBC's Frank Gardner. Countries around the Middle East are calling for calm as violence continues in Israel and the Gaza Strip. An attack by Hamas that included thousands of rockets fired into Israel and the ensuing Israeli military response have left hundreds of people dead on both sides. NPR's Peter Kenyon has more. The general theme of the reaction has been to focus on ending the violence. The Saudi foreign ministry issued a statement calling for an immediate end to the escalation of the conflict. Saudi Foreign Minister Prince Faisal bin Farhan spoke with Secretary of State Antony Blinken. A Saudi statement said the kingdom rejects the targeting of civilians and all sides should respect international humanitarian law. In Iran, hardliners have been incensed for months over reports that Saudi Arabia might establish diplomatic ties with Israel. In Tehran, the foreign ministry spokesman referred to Israeli visits to Jerusalem's Al-Aqsa Mosque as a desecration and called the attack, quote, a spontaneous move by resistance groups. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. Egyptian and Israeli authorities say two Israeli tourists were shot to death today in the Egyptian city of Alexandria. An Egyptian was also killed in the attack. There are reports the shooter was an Egyptian police officer. 
The Taliban rulers in Afghanistan now say more than 2,000 people died in a series of powerful earthquakes yesterday. NPR's Dia Hadid reports. Images shared by Afghan reporters showed at least one village reduced to mud and stone near the epicenter of the quakes, which struck Saturday. Taliban officials called on local and international aid agencies for assistance. The World Health Organization said it had dispatched ambulances to ferry out the wounded, mostly women and children. It was also assisting hospitals and medical centers nearby. But more generally, donors have been frustrated by the Taliban's own obstacles to allowing in more aid to the country, including bans on women working in most professions, including in UN agencies. A quake last year in a remote district of eastern Afghanistan killed more than 1,000 people. Dia Hadid, NPR News, Mumbai. This is NPR News from Washington. They are words no woman ever wants to hear. He said, I'm sorry to tell you, but you have breast cancer. I was speechless. A diagnosis of breast cancer changes your life forever. She told me I needed a mastectomy. I was going to lose my breast. I was scared. Absolutely in shock. But you need to know that you're not alone. There are teams of medical professionals, support groups, and therapists who are all there to help you get through your treatment and those who can help you plan for life after cancer. Consult with a plastic surgeon to learn more about your breast reconstruction options. Breast reconstruction made me feel like me again. Cancer took my breast, but my plastic surgeon gave them back. Before you undergo surgery for breast cancer, get the facts. Make sure you know your breast reconstruction options. For more information, visit broadayusa.org. Online radio at its best. The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Welcome back in. 347-850-1272 is the uh, call-in number. 347-850-1272 is the call-in number. Jim Jordan of Ohio was forced out of the House speakership race on Friday after his Republican colleagues voted against his continued bid for the seat in a secret ballot after his third failed attempt to corral enough support to win the gavel. This is what they call a straight up it show that's happening in Congress. We have a war that's happening over in Israel. We still have what's happening overseas in Ukraine. Uh, the federal government is going to run out of money here next month. And the Republicans, who according to, you know, according to the Republicans, the American people voted them to run the country, which they actually didn't. These bastards cheated in gerrymandered districts, but I digress. However, this is an S show, Mr. Elias, and too bad that the American people are not really paying attention to this nonsense, because in any other, you know, business, any, any other organization, if you had this much incompetence, these people would have been fired. And to watch this nonsense take place in Congress just makes you say, wow, other countries are laughing at us. 
What say you, Mr. Elias? It, 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 it definitely is, Jay. I mean, think about it. Jim Jordan, they want to elect somebody to speak in a house who's been in Congress for 16 years who has yet to sponsor or put forth one a bill. bill. Hasn't passed one anything. Bill has not passed Nothing. anything. So that means you're an obstructionist, man. And what that means is that you don't put forth anything to help your constituents. And how these people couldn't keep putting you back in office, as my I can't remember Al's last name, but the comedian that I know used to say, it befuddles me how they could do that, man. You know, I didn't put him up to become Speaker of the House, befuddles me. Because all you are, all you do is, all you, like, like, um, Jim, what's his name? The other speaker out. Vayner said all he does is he, he burns stuff down. Him and Ted Cruz, all they do is tear stuff down. They don't build stuff. All they're doing is John Vayner. John Vayner, yeah. They tear stuff down. You're not going to do anything to help. All you do is destroy stuff, tear stuff from conspiracy theories. When are you going to get down to the business of the people? For all you people to keep voting for him, remember I tell you that your vote counts. This is telling your vote counts because he's not doing anything to you people in Ohio. And and on top of that, he's an alleged, you know, yeah, he has something to do with yeah. not telling on those people as the, those those young boys are being molested. Yep, I mean that's uh, that's definitely hanging over his head. You know, Vanessa. Uh, once again, uh, it's an S show. In Congress on Capitol Hill, and to watch this madness play out in front of the American people, and when you look at polling, there are polls out there that still says that Americans trust Republicans to run the government and the economy. They can't even get their s together in Congress. And for Americans, once again, who are not paying attention to this stuff, that's why this country, in my opinion, we have some of the dumbest people that reside within our borders. <laughs> Because if you can watch this nonsense and continue to say that the GOP is a better option than the Democrats, the fact of the matter is that there are polls out there that says that Trump and, you know, and freaking Biden are tied. I mean, what the hell are these people looking at? Let's say you. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't heard a poll, and I've been keeping up with the news, but I hadn't heard a poll as to where Trump and Biden is at this point. It's so much hmm. it going on about <laughs> Jordan, Jordan and the rest of them cronies up there that I just hadn't heard anything. I just hadn't I just hadn't heard any numbers. But you know what? I, I don't understand how people think that the Republicans can get this world back in tech when they can't even get their own stuff in order to find a leader. And all uh, Akeem, what's his name, Jeffries needed. Jeffries. Uh-huh. I said Akeem Jeffries. All he needed yeah, yeah. was, and they were too chicken shit and too scared. Oh God, I've been saying this word, and you just going to say it. Go ahead. Ching, That's ching, okay. Ching, ching, I put a quarter in there. Pray for me when I go to church in a little while. So, yeah, they well, just couldn't. They just couldn't. They could, he couldn't get the eight. Eight Republicans. Well, he's not going to get the eight. 
Yeah, but but see, I don't. Okay, listen. Well, no, no, hold on. Before you continue, let me just address that because they hold the majority, and and so I don't I don't blame them for 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 not putting King Jeffries in charge. They would really look like some idiots. But I don't blame them for that. I mean, if listen, what you're saying makes sense. If they put country before party, yeah, you want some stability in the House of Representatives. But hey, I would fall out of my chair if Republicans would put Hakeem Jeffries. You know that won't. Well, Jordan, it's not going to They happen. had they had an underhanded vote late Friday night, so secret, you don't have to worry yeah, about Jordan anymore, huh? Secret ballot, yep. Over a hundred Republicans. <laughs> think about that. Over a hundred Republicans voted against him to be the Speaker of the House. Yeah. Over a hundred. Yeah. So he can't even <laughs> run anymore. Well, that's yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy. So now, so so who's who's on deck? Because you know, I think there are eight more people, Miss Delias, who are thinking about you know who have thrown their hat in the ring, uh, and one of them is that brother from Florida. I can't think of his name, but he he is a oh my god. Every time I see him on TV, what's that guy's name? Every time I see that idiot on TV. I just, I'm like, dude, there are parts of this country where if you stroll your little black tail down there, they would have you swinging from a tree. And your butt is up there taking pictures with Donald Trump at a barbecue. Man, Trump don't care about you. He don't. And and this, and this guy, he, he put his name in the ring. It's, he hasn't even been in, I think he's a freshman uh, uh, congressman, and he's throwing his hat in the ring. I mean, this is... <laughs> If you would have told me 20 years ago that our government would be in the state of flux that it's in now, I'd have laughed at you. Yeah, it's never been perfect. But what's going on now is this totally, utterly nonsense. It's crazy. It's just, it's crazy. And guess what? Guess whose name you haven't heard here in the last week or so? The person who started all this chaos, Mr. Elias. Mr. Matt Gates, you haven't heard anything from that dude since all this has happened. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. So why do you think he's so quiet, Mr. Elias? Why, why haven't we heard from Matt Gates? Well, because he started this mess, and that's what that's what people like him do. They'll start the mess, then they'll throw their hands. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. What? I never had anything to do with this. Oh, no, not me. That's him. That's what they do, man. He's not going to stand up. For what he did, he'll, he'll stand up for what he did while he did, he's doing it, but he's quiet as a church mouth now because, hey, man, they say he wants to run for the governor of Florida. So I get it, man. I get it. I get it that these people are in disarray, and if you talk to some of the Republicans, uh, some of the people that are, are Republican supporters, they'll say, no, we're not in a disarray. We're doing things like we're supposed to. You can't even elect a speaker of the House. You're not in the disarray. Something's wrong with your party, man, if you cannot elect the Speaker of the House. Well, they been trying you... to vote for Trump, and he thinks he's running for, against Obama. they still willing <laughs> to vote for somebody who thinks he's running against Obama. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They don't care, man. They don't, they don't care about this country. All they care about is their supremacy, man, and that's... <laughs> That's that. You gotta look at it like that. They 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 know that they're going to be a minority sooner or later. So what are they gonna to do? They're gonna keep their supremacy up. Is what it is, man. You gotta realize that. 
You know, that guy's name is his name is Byron Dak Donalds. That that that's the uh representative from Florida that uh, has thrown his hat in the ring for Speaker of the House. You know, you have to understand too the importance of this position because th- this person is third in line to the presidency. Third in line to the presidency. But here's the question though, because now we have to start questioning uh Donald Donald Trump's uh, power to get people elected because he endorsed Jim Jordan. And you see what happened with with that whole situation. So, Vanessa, do you think that maybe his power is waning a little bit, Donald Trump? People are not just every time Donald Trump says something or, or, you know, or promotes something or, you know, try to encourage people to uh, uh, try to convince people to vote for his particular candidate. You know, do you think now those pleas are falling on deaf ears? think some. Has he lost his swag? I think some, but not enough. Some people are pulling back from all of the madness of Trump, and they're trying to get it on key, but you still got those Donald Trumpster people who want the country to be in disarray like it is. They want the, the, the hatefulness to come back against the minorities. They want like what's her name? Green, and it's a it's a Why few of them just not. You're not gonna change them. They're just gonna stay like that because they they like that crap. They well hold on. Let me ask you something. Put. No, let me ask you this question. Now, when you say okay, I hear what you're saying, but is but is that really true? Because think about it. Could we label those people as cowards? Because remember, when they had the public vote, there were only, you know, 20 defectors uh, for Jim Jordan, you know, 19. But when they held a secret vote, it, there was over 100. So this is a situation that I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that these people are cowards. I think that they've, you know, there have been reports that people behind closed doors can't stand Donald Trump, but they know that he has, you know, he has the base. So they have to put on this, you know, this facade or, you know, put on this thing like they really support this guy. They really and truly don't. They can't stand him. Lindsey Graham is a perfect example of this. When he was running for president against Donald Trump in 2016, some of the things that he said about Donald Trump, you know, remains true to this day. But Lindsey Graham realized that his political future relied on kissing Donald Trump's ass, and so he became a permanent ass kisser of the Donald. But I know deep down inside he can't stand that guy. But they know the basis with him. So, Vanessa, when you say that some of them are, you know, I mean, how valid is a statement? How valid is that statement when behind closed doors, you say, well, there are still a lot of them that support him. Behind closed doors, he lost over, Jim Jordan lost over half the Republican uh, caucus. So is that really true, what you're saying? I guess, I well, I guess it's more than what I was thinking about, but yes, it was a hundred of them. So I guess it's more, but they're just kicking, Jay. They're just kicking. They won't step up and say it out loud. Right. They're just kicking. What what I can't understand is that, you know, he's a one-term president. You know, we're going to spend more time talking about this food during the next segment, but he's a one-term president. Mr. Elias, he's a guy that lost, you know, well, I can't, you know, listen, I, I, I'm on the, on the different side when it says lost in midterms, 
because they still control the house. So, I mean, listen, you can sit here and say what you want. Oh, they lost. They didn't win. It wasn't the red wave. I don't give a damn. They still have control of the house of representatives, right? So, but a lot of his candidates that he support failed, you know, um, he's just a failure. He's a loser. And, you know, I think people are starting to, like, for example, the comments he made about the war in Israel. There are prominent Republicans who are coming out and speaking against him for his comments on, on, on what he said uh, pertaining to, you know, the war that's going on uh, between, you know, Hamas and uh, Israel. So do you think support for this guy is starting to wane a little bit, Mr. Elias? No, I don't. I, what I think oh. is happening is that they'll speak out against the strong stuff like the Hamas stuff, but, hey, man, <laughs> they stay going back. You know, you, you know, man. Look, to me, if I don't, if I'm not going to back you, I don't care. If my political career is in jeopardy, it's because I'm going to speak out and tell the truth. I got to. I'm not going to stand behind you, and I know you're wrong, man. That, you know, something, man. They're cowards. They are cowards from the depths of hell, man. Because they don't, they don't the stand up hell. and wow. speak up for the American, for the American people. They are. They're couched in the depths of hell. They are. The bottom line is you got to speak up for what you believe in. And if you don't believe in it, God, speak out against them. If it costs your political career, it costs your political career, but you have stood the test of time and told the truth. You know, and, 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 and I get it. You Some sound people crazy. are scared of the death. They, 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 I sound crazy. Yeah, you do. They, they, how? I got one you sound crazy. What you got, you got to stand up. The bottom line is, look, man, for you, for, you, for, for, for you to sit there and, and uh, it sounds crazy for standing up for the truth. Then you sound nope. crazy. I, I, I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying you sound crazy because you know damn well that those people are cowards. You know damn well they're not going to speak. Stop it. You know, man, I'm, I'm you playing you. you. I'm playing up. your role. You get, they're you not going to do it. You got They're not going to do it. Okay. That's why you so, sound crazy. They so, haven't done so, it yet. So Stop. I want to post a question. Some of them, huh? what, what did y'all think about the fact that people called on Jim Jordan's side, called other people's spouses and said, your husband better vote for me, cause, vote for Jordan, because if he doesn't, his career is going to be ruined. And they called people and threatened them to vote. They called one man and threw him out of his place, his, his uh, office. They evicted his landlord out of his did that. Yeah, his landlord because he supports uh, Jim Jordan. Once again, that sounds crazy too. I mean, y'all act like you know when I say these things, y'all are oh Jay, you 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 you're naive. Y'all sound naive this morning. They haven't done this no, since twenty. They haven't done this. What you do? I'm not. I'm okay. What you should do? I'm telling oh, you. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all. No, y'all, y'all have called me naive. Y'all, y'all have called me naive. you naive. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Because, yeah, 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 Jay. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, well, Jay, yeah, you should know better. You know that. Well, okay. You should know better, too. That's what I say, too. That's what I say, too. This is what they should do. This is why I don't understand why they do things like this. Oh, well, you understand. Okay, I'm saying the same thing to you. You know why, Dan. You know damn well they're not going to step up and do it. You know why. I'm not going to say that. You know I'm why. what they should do. They should well, do it. Okay. I mean, 
Why is that in me? They probably scared for their lives too because they know that I'm your death threat. But well, I said that before Latisha, too. Latisha, hey, what you Latisha, saying? That's right. what you signed up for. That's what you signed that's up for. Right. Okay. That's what you signed oh, up for. Well, there you for. go. That's what, that's what well, you signed you up for. Hey, man, you got okay. to get your constituents. Back to constituents. Tell the truth. That's what it's supposed to be about. Can't keep back in line. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Not going to happen. These people are, they, you know, in order for you to run for office, you've got to have an ego. They have egos beyond anything we've ever seen. At the end of the day, it's all about protecting themselves. They don't give a damn about their constituents. They, you know, as a congressperson, that's got to be, in my opinion, one of the easiest jobs in the world where you work half a year. You get, you know, benefits for the rest of your life. You make, you know, probably anywhere between 175000 to $200,000 some a year, I think. I don't know what the salaries are. But the bottom line is it's a sham job. And so at the end of the day, you know, why would you, you know, why would you give that up? It's like when we talk about term limits on this show. Who's going to vote for term limits in Congress? Come on. I'm going to vote to be out of a job and, you know, come on, stop it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. This world is made up of crazy and bad people. It's not going to happen. And some of those people are in Congress, people, election deniers. You know, we're going to talk about this during the next segment of what's happening in Georgia. But you have some of these people who are in Congress. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's going to, you know what, it's going to take an act of Congress to get her out of Congress. She's not, I mean, she's in. She's not going anywhere. Right? Jim Jordan, he is good to go. Matt Gates, this guy was a part of some underage sex ring in this Joker is still in Congress, and they ended up dropping charges against him because the people that were involved, you know, either they had some credibility issues with them or they didn't want to testify. You tell me what's going on. So y'all stop. You know, stop. It ain't going to change. It's not going to change. And I don't but get Jay, it either. I hope that it changes because if it doesn't change, Jay, it's not. then our children are going to be in a lot of trouble for the future. Well, they are in trouble because it's not going to change, Vanessa. You I, you know it and I know it. It's gotten worse. And everybody, oh, President Obama got you. Okay. I told you all when President Obama got elected what's going to happen. And that's what's happening. You scared the bejeebas out of these white folks out there. They were like, oh, my Lord. African American is the most powerful man in the world. Man, we can't let that happen again. Let's one the twins unite. Let's shut all this mess down. It's time to play chess. It's, it's time to start gerrymandering districts. It's time to do the things to keep us in power. I, you know, I just think it's going to be lifetimes before this thing even evens out. Our kids, we, our kids, their kids, and their kids are going to be dead and gone by the time this thing, in my opinion, gets back on an even kill. If it ever, if it ever does, I just don't see how. As long as they remain in power, they've already proven that if they have, you know, they're going to be in the minority here real soon, and they're still running things. So you tell me. Well, we can outnumber. Well, okay, they're going to be outnumbered here. What in twenty thirty five? Is that what the census is saying? They're still running things. How about how about those people that don't vote get out and vote? Yeah, but you can go and vote all you want to. If they go to gerrymander districts, it doesn't matter. 
Because all they're going to do is lump all the black people that they're going to break down the congressional di- uh, a district and put all the black Not people all the in one area. Not all the people that don't vote are black, Jay. Not all the people that don't vote are black. Yeah, but, okay, that's true. But they're not dumb, man. You are fighting a super collective power here. These people are not dumb. They've been doing this for a long time. There's no way this country is going to last. They have not thought of every way to block you because if they would have, they'd have done it in Georgia. They, what they do they is what? you catch their bus. They they, look, they caught, them all, they caught them by surprise in Georgia, right? Then what they yeah, do well, guess they what? Blocked and guess what they're doing now? Yeah, okay. Guess, okay. Yeah, but guess what Kemp did? That's how that's how Kemp that's how Kemp is the George, is, is is the freaking governor because you know hey it's time to start you know it's time to start doing some undermining stuff start you know canceling votes Man, these people ain't gonna go down without a fight are you kidding me they fighting they not going out without a fight you can forget that you better hey you better well, bring your I A game they're not gonna go down without cheating I think that the Republicans well, okay. know that the only way that they're gonna get in. And it's cheating. Well, Captain that. Obvious, well, I believe it too, Captain Obvious. And like they said in racing, they said if you ain't if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Oh my God, I can't stand this country sometimes. All right, it is time to take a break. It's time for in four minutes or less. Uh, stage you can't. No, God, I'm getting confused. Vina time in four minutes or less, something that you need to know. Coming up next, uh, more topics, more conversation, more fun, more tears. It is the serious side here on a beautiful Sunday, 347-850-1272, as we continue to think about the cowboy. Momo B, we love you. Right back after this small, 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 small break. <laughs> Turmoil on Capitol Hill was one for the history books, and that's made for some very timely discussions in high school civics classes. NPR's Laurel Wamsley and Meg Anderson spent time in classrooms in Washington, D.C. and Minneapolis to hear what teachers and students had to say. Now, quick note, we're not using students' last names because they're minors. Less than two miles northeast of the U.S. Capitol building, seniors in the AP government class at D.C. College Prep take their seats. Today's lesson... What just happened in the House of Representatives? Here's teacher Christopher Glenich. Well, it happened last night. He hits play on a video. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. This has never happened before in American history. Glenich hands out a news article about Speaker Kevin McCarthy's ouster for students to read and discuss. The timing was good. The class had just covered the legislative branch and its leaders. The upheaval on Capitol Hill is a chance for the class to look at how well, or not, that structure is working right now. Gledich asks why a small group of fellow Republicans went after McCarthy. Sean starts off. They decided to remove him because he was siding with the Democrats at certain times. He sided with the Democrats. But, like, aren't you supposed to work together? Yeah. Scott? I feel like that's how it's supposed to be, but how Congress is set up now, it's like Republicans and Democrats will always have that separation going on because there's certain situations that they cannot agree on and they don't agree on. 
polarization was also top of mind in Joe Keneally's class at Hiawatha Collegiate High School in Minneapolis. All right, seniors, I will turn off my voice and hand it over to you guys. A senior named Luke said it can be good to disagree. But I think that if those disagreements become demonizing each other just because you have those different values, you're never actually going to get common ground. But his classmate Sarah said sometimes stakes are too high to not fight for your beliefs. If we talk about the Supreme Court decision about like overturning Roe v. Wade, it feels like sometimes there needs to be polarization because sometimes like the things that are happening in the government, it's like a direct attack on someone's identity. These conversations about government aren't really a priority in a lot of schools. That's according to Kay Kawashima Ginsburg who researches civics education at Tufts University. One of the things about civic education that's challenging is that we neglected it for the past three decades or so, for sure. She says that's a problem, because not only does civics education teach how the government is supposed to work, it also teaches students how to disagree with one another in a productive way. In the Minneapolis class, Zachariah told me that being productive is exactly what's not happening in Congress. But he's not sure they care what he thinks. When you think about like the government, mm-hmm. do you feel like that stuff is like far away from your life? Or do you feel yeah, like I think it's like super far. It's like we're not even like the same place. Like what I say, like right now, if I had an opinion, like it wouldn't really matter to them. They're all like closed door meetings, like all the rules that they make. His teacher, Joe Keneally, was across the room listening. I'd like to think that Zach is, that's not where he's going to end his journey, but I do think civics and and government class, if it's done right, does help students to understand more of those systems that are in place. They're already in, they're experiencing it, it just gives them vocab. Vocabulary to make sense of what's happening on Capitol Hill and to recognize whether Congress is functioning like it should. Meg Anderson, NPR News, Minneapolis. And I'm Laurel Wamsley in Washington. Hi, I'm Dr. Emily Vincent, part of the clinical team at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana. It's October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast cancer is the most common cancer in American women, and it's the second leading cause of cancer deaths for women. The good news is there is great screening that can catch breast cancer early when treatment is most likely to be successful. Start with breast self-awareness. You know your body better than anyone. If you notice something unusual or different, talk to your doctor. And begin having mammograms when your doctor recommends them. Usually that's around age 40, but it can be different for everyone depending on your health history and risk factors. Talk to your doctor or gynecologist about breast cancer screening and what you should do. It could save your life. Online radio at its best. And this rogue judge, a Trump hater, the only one that hates Trump more is his associate up there, his person that works with him. She's screaming into his ear on almost every time we ask a question. Disgrace. You want to know the truth? It's a disgrace. So this rogue judge refuses to acknowledge the fact that we won 80% of this case in the appellate division 
including statute of limitations. You know, the statute of limitations, you have a period of time. He wants to go back so far that nobody's ever even heard of such a ridiculous thing. That was the 45th president of the United States, the Honorable Donald Trump, uh, stating his true feelings about what is going on in his trial in New York. We're going to focus on his trial in Georgia. Um, You know, some of the co-defendants in the Georgia election interference case, uh, they're starting to reach plea deals. One person, attorney uh, Kenneth Chesbro, one of 18 defendants charged along with Trump in Fulton County, in the Fulton County case, uh, racketeering case, uh, he did reject an offer from prosecutors, but he did cut a deal that uh, would allow him to avoid prison time by pleading guilty to one felony count of racketeering, and he promised that he would, you know, be forthright and testify in upcoming cases. He also has to write a letter of apology to the state of Georgia, and I'm here to tell you that uh, the walls are closing in on one down. Trump, let me say this, because you know how I do this. Every time something major happens with Donald Trump, I always ask my colleagues the same question. And Mr. Elias, so far, Mr. Elias has said no. No, let me ask the question, and then I'll give you the results of what they've said in the past. So now, Mr. Elias, two co-defendants have decided to plea out against Donald to plea out, to avoid jail time. Got some pretty light sentences, but they also agreed that they would testify in upcoming trials, which we all know Donald Trump would be a part of that. So my question to you, do you think Donald Trump is going to jail? I'll tell you the same thing I told you before in the world's Bush and Bullwinkle. Hell no! No, no! No. <laughs> and he's and, and and ladies and gentlemen, he has been consistent with that thought, which makes it easy. So I don't have to go back and pull audio up of him saying this because he's been consistent. Vanessa, I turn to you. Now that two of the I think eighteen or nineteen people who were charged in the uh, Fulton that were charged in Fulton County, the Georgia case. Two of them are flipped. And we're talking about two important people. Sidney Powell was a person that stood before the cameras right next to, you know, Rudolph Giuliani and told lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. And she had to in court if she was guilty of telling lies pertaining to that particular case. And now Chesbro, this guy, once again, and I think I read that wrong. He actually rejected a plea deal in the beginning. But now when he gets closer, you know what they say, when you start getting closer to the damn oven and you start feeling the heat, start making some, you have to make a, what they call, you have to make a career decision. <laughs> you know, you have to make a career decision. And the career decision he made was, I don't want to go to jail. I could talk all that stuff in the beginning, but now that it's getting close, it's showtime. Now, what did uh, what did Alonzo say, Mr. Elias, in the training day when he had the guy against the fist and he had the two guns up against his nuts? He said, man, make a decision. Make a decision. It was decision time for old Chessbro. He decided to take a walk on the safe side. 
And so, Vanessa, my question to you is, do you think Donald Trump is going to spend some time in jail? I keep saying do two days in jail with a computer and a telephone. No, he's okay. not going to do a long I keep telling you that man is going to have a desk and a telephone and a computer, and he's going to be in a jail cell with his sister for two days, and they're going to release him. That man ain't now, you, no good. Okay. Now, now, listen, in fairness to you, in fairness to you, you changed slightly because first you were saying no, but you have changed here in the last six months or so no, saying, but, yeah, no, he's no, gonna, wait, wait, yeah, you did. Wait, but yeah, I'm still saying, no, he's not doing any time. I've always said that he's going to be a different computer like that other man was. I've always said that. But what he's other not going to do any time. He's not going to do any time. That man would commit suicide. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna have to go pull it up. You said that he wasn't going to jail, and in the last six or seven months, you have changed. Now I will say this: you have been consistent with this one that he's he gonna. Going to he's gonna. He's not going to jail he's, for no significant period of time. He's gonna go and and he's gonna spend and a few hours or whatever you said. I always said that he ain't gonna do no significant. He ain't doing no jail time because even Jerome has even started saying like me two days. Uh, Jerome, Jerome has changed a little bit. Jerome is leaning more on my side, which is something that's unusual. But he's saying more than that. Not no two days. Now I'm going think, to go I on a record. With this, I do not believe that Donald Trump is going to go do no deal. Donald Trump is going to do see, no but you change, but, but see now you're changing your stance because Mr. Elliott said he's not going to jail at all. You said two days. Oh, you're so he now, going at who you with? No, 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 he does not use computer. You know that. Uh, okay, so you're saying two days. Okay, you're saying two days, a day or so, whatever. Mr. Elliott is saying he's not even going to see the inside of a prison cell. And I'm saying that his ass is going to jail. Now, I don't know how long he's going to jail. But he's going to jail. Donald Trump ain't going to commit suicide. Donald Trump's a coward. He'll never take his own life. Are you kidding me? Stop. If, yeah. if this man was the president of the United States, you think he's going to jail? Yeah, I do. Go to jail? Okay. I do. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. I do. You're right. He has over 90 counts. The, mm-hmm. the, the walls are – let me tell you something. These two people – now, Chesbro is the guy who was the architect of a lot of this no. stuff. And, and he has, he has cleared out, Mr. Elias. going to flip on you. Donald Trump is going to flip on you. Come on, let's, let's just be honest. Who's he flipping on? Who's he flipping on? Himself? He's going he's to he's he's flip, and he's not going to pay oh, the bills. That's why Sidney did not pay his bills like he told him he would. But let's wait. Wait, 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 My hand is up. You sound. Les, calm down. Les, who is he going to flip he, off? He, he does have some anger issues. He does have anger yes, management yes. issues. No, you yes. have anger issues. No, who's he going to flip? He, look, 
These people, I didn't say he was. I said these people are flipping on him because they know he's going to pay their bills. They know. They know. They know what Donald Trump is capable of. But he's, you think he's, what do you mean pay their bills? Do you think what are you talking about? Did he say Rudy Giuliani he's going to pay for his lawyers? Did he say Rudy Giuliani he's going to pay for his lawyers? Did he tell her the, the, the cat that was there? But Rudy Giuliani had her flipped. Okay. Even the mob killer Rudy Giuliani had to say guilty. Had to say, yeah, I'm guilty of this. Giuliani has not taken a plea deal, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what headlines you're reading. For what? Guilty in Georgia. In Georgia. He played guilty in Georgia. Mr. Elias, I think you got your facts wrong, man. But go ahead. I'll okay, let you finish. I got my facts wrong. Okay. I think and then on is. top of that, he told, he told the other cat that, was his, that he told to get rid of the paperwork that he was going to pay for his lawyers. Ain't paid for them yet either. Yeah, but, Willie Giuliani had to apologize to these people in Georgia. For, for, for the election that was a diff- that, No, that was a different case. Now, You're now, talking about the... Go ahead, Miss Elliot. Right, that's what I'm saying. He's playing guilty. Play that you just said he didn't. You just said you, he didn't. I'm talking about a different case. I'm talking about a different case. He already pled guilty, but you want me to tell me that he didn't? And he's the right to plead guilty to that, to the election fraud. You just said he oh didn't. Oh my goodness, that was didn't a you? civil case, Mister Elias. That was a civil case that was brought by the poll workers. That's not what we're talking about. What are you? Okay, fine. Okay, that was a that okay. was a case against the two ladies that were. Uh, that's a exactly. civil case, and he had to. Okay, and you think that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about? The other case. You don't think that's okay. going to roll over to the other case? Well, he, he hasn't yet. He said I was wrong. Okay, you're right. Oh, he, you're oh, right. he probably will. He okay, probably yeah, will. He probably will. Okay, but he hasn't right. yet. Okay. Well, Bottom mean, line well, is, but, and, he, and Trump told him he was going to pay for his lawyer, didn't he? Did he pay for him? Did he even pay? Did Trump even pay for him to go out there and and, and protect him? Trump ain't paid him yet. I'm not. I'm not even fine. I'm not even following your correlation. But okay, but maybe it's me. I'm not even understanding where you're going with this. But but maybe it's me. But that's it. You understand what he's talking about? No, Trump is not going to pay for their legal fees. I know. I just said that. So why is You're he not, following that? You. Let me ask you something. So do you uh, let me let me let me ask him this question real quick. Do you honestly think these people are flipping because he's not paying for their attorney fees or they're flipping because they don't want to go to jail? Are you kidding? They're flipping because guess what? They're saying, guess what? We're gonna give you an opportunity. Because okay. you you wanna go to jail, you wanna go home or you wanna go to jail? You wanna go home, you wanna go to jail. When when he when he when he gets out of this thing, they know how it works out for you. <laughs> oh, I, I, trust me, I will. I will. Uh huh. But but okay. but you're saying people are flipping because he's not paying for their attorney fees. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Rudy is because he told Rudy he's gonna pay him. Well, he hasn't he flipped Rudy yet. Okay, you keep right. saying he hasn't flipped yet, Miss Elias. Okay. Did he have one case? Did he did he did he apologize to those women? So you don't think in Georgia he's going to That wasn't a flip. That was a civil case against him. And, and what did he say? It was say? against was him. Wrong. He was a defendant. Was so so what, what happens when he goes to court for this case? He's going to say, nope, I said that, but I didn't say this. Come on, man. It's too poor they together. The two oh, poor they together. They don't. Okay. They don't. All right. Don't well, drink I, a cup of I mean, chill out. I don't know. Vanessa, go ahead. You had your, you, you said you wanted to say something. Uh-huh. I'm done. I'm going to leave for a while. How about this? You can hold me to two days, 
in jail with a telephone, and I'm gonna still say with a computer, but for sure a telephone and a desk. I, I, but I don't know about and and Giuliani ain't got no money, and Trump is up on stage at one of his rallies saying that people needed to support Giuliani financially to help with his attorney fees. The my pillow man is crying that he ain't got no damn money that he didn't file bankruptcy. So everybody in the circle is broke. And yesterday in the newspaper we saw a picture of Jesus with his hand on Donald Trump's shoulder in the courtroom and they selling the picture for twenty dollars. So they getting desperate, honey. So I I don't know how Trump's gonna pay for anybody's anything. <laughs> I just don't when he's up there begging people to help put money in. So I'm trying to follow what Les is saying, but I'm not seeing it on my side because, and I even started looking at Fox. So Bobby and I started looking at Fox just to see what Fox has got to say about all this mess that's going on. And they aren't really saying anything about Biden other than Biden shouldn't spend so much money, spend so much Americans' money on $100 billion you know, and Armory and all of this other stuff. But they're not really talking about Trump either. They're not, but they did talk about the MyPillow guy filed bankruptcy and ain't got no money and he pleased and Giuliani ain't got no money. Even they're talking about Giuliani ain't got no money and Trump can't help him. So I don't know. I'm looking at all of them because I want to know what all of them got to say about this mess that's going on. Well, uh, look, that's just let me us just, over here. Well, let me tell you something. The walls are closing in on him. That's why he's panicking. He was just hit with a $5,000 contempt of uh, court charge in the New York case. The walls are closing in on him, and people are coming after him. And, you know, that guy, I'm going to, if he gets out of this, I'm going to call him Houdini. Because there's no way. Houdini. Houdini. You better make a phone call. There's no way. There is no way. The only only way, the only way, and I said this before, y'all said I was changing my mind, but I'm going to say it again. The only way he gets out of this is if he makes a plea deal. That's the only way he's going to get out of this. And I don't even think he's. Well, I I think the plea deal. I think the plea deal would be you have to promise not to run for president, which to me is stupid because he's not going to win anyway. Okay. You you have to he's you have to plead. Get away you, with all of that stuff based on just him saying a plea deal. Now he might get away well, with I, it if he's well, crazy. I, I, I look, think look, he's look, crazy. Look, look, y'all you're not you're not paying like you you say you pay attention to the polls. He's ahead, and people under thirty. He's ahead of Biden by God knows how many. Points. Yeah, but you know what? But poll, but yeah, but polls are a national poll. You know, if that's the case, we can't trust that because elections are not on a national level. Because if there is on a national level, none of the Republicans who have won the last two Republican presidents would have not been in power because they lost the popular vote. You can't look at that. Yeah. yeah. Bottom line is he's ahead of Biden in the polls right now. Well, yeah, but th- that's a national poll. It's not broken down by okay. districts and states and all that stuff. And yeah, so that's, that sounds great. Because remember, they were saying that President Obama was going to lose to Mitt Romney. Oh, the polls are closed. Matter of fact, Mitt Romney was looking at those same polls and had prepared a, a victory speech. 
And then he got blown out when everything was all when it was all said and done. He got blown out like like the other guy did. So you can say that national polls can say whatever, but we know that this country is not based. It's not. It, it doesn't work that way. We have a we have electoral colleges. I don't think he's going to win the presidency. There's no way. Polls are saying that the Republicans are going to have a huge minor a huge majority in Congress. But guess what? And didn't happen. The only way this guy, and I still can't see it, but the only way, in my opinion, he gets out of this is that he pleads out. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that can save him. And I think it's past that point. How do you get out of ninety counts? Ninety over ninety counts. These are federal charges. I don't see how he does. I just don't see how he gets out of it. I don't see how, unless here's the other here's the other scenario that I would throw out there because this is a real scenario too. If a Republican wins the presidency and they pardon him, that means but that's not going to take care of the Georgia's. Well, that's not going to take care of the Georgia situation because the Georgia. So if he wins the presidency, state. if he wins the presidency, you don't think he's going to pardon himself? He's a Republican. That's what I just said. If a Republican okay. wins the presidency, that includes him. But he can pardon himself. All he's doing. Okay, so let's say let's let's play that out. I'm glad you said that. Let's say that he wins the presidency. You're right. He's going to pardon himself out of all the federal charges, but he still has a New York charge. Alvin Braden, that guy still has charges against him, and he still has Georgia. Letitia, Letitia James, Letitia James' charges not for jail time, though. No, 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 no. But Alan Braggs are. Mm-hmm. So, 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 yeah, so, so, so you're right. We'll see. So, so what happened is, let's say he wins, right? All he's doing is delaying what's going to happen in Georgia for four years. Okay. I just don't see how he gets out of it. Okay. But. But, but listen, like you said, I never thought that I would see planes, you know, flying to the World Trade Center. I never thought that I would ever see and live to see a black president. Hell, I never thought that he would win the presidency. He isn't Trump. So, hey, I've been wrong before. That's for damn sure. But I just can't see. They are not going to Okay, all right, okay. Well, you, you, you said what you had to say. I well, okay, I don't believe it. I think he's going to jail. I, I I think he's going to spend some time in jail. But, you know, hey, I could be wrong. But I think he's going to jail. I really do. I, okay, I don't see how he gets out of it. When you say some time in jail, time in jail could be because they can hold somebody for 72 hours. So when oh, you say hell, time he, in he's jail. He's already done that. Okay, well, are you meaning jail time locked up in an orange suit? Yes. That's what I mean. Jail. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about prison. He, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, to answer your question, yes, that's exactly. Oh Jackson. You keep dreaming. <laughs> you keep dreaming. <laughs> oh gosh, you have to love this country of ours. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. As we continue to remember the cowboy. I tell you what, man, I, you know, I wish I could have gotten some clips together of Momo B talking about her dad, man. 
But, uh, you know, we love Momo and we'll continue to. And people are starting to respond to. We'll read those during the State Your Case portion of the show as well. Uh, we'll step out, take a break. It's time for our Mariana Music Break 347 We'll be right back to continue this nonsense that we call the serious side of the Jay Brown Show. Still in there. 
Odds of becoming an astronaut, 1 in 13,200,000. Odds of being struck by lightning, 1 in 576,000. Odds of dating a supermodel, 1 in 88,000. Odds of bowling a perfect game, 1 in 11,500. Odds of being trapped in an elevator, 1 in 24,528. Odds of catching a ball at a major league game, 1 in 563. Odds of an injury from shaving, 1 in 6,585. Odds of tripping while texting, 1 in 10. Odds of getting cancer in your lifetime, 1 in 2 men, 1 in 3 women. It's up to us to change the odds for our generation, for the ones we love, for our future. If you don't like the odds, stand up. Stand up to cancer. Online radio at its best. Tonight on the border, the ongoing surge in illegal crossings, averaging more than 9,000 a day in just the last week. Border officials tell NBC News. And now new fallout after that broken campaign pledge from President Biden, funding nearly 20 miles of new border wall in Stark County, Texas. The president again today defending the decision. Well, I was told that I had no choice. I can't say I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. The money allocated by Congress during the Trump administration. Mr. Biden saying he tried to get lawmakers to change it, but they refused. And the law required the wall money to be spent. Now he's facing bipartisan criticism, including from key Democrats upset over the new wall. I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a broken promise. After then-candidate Biden said this during the campaign. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. While Republicans say Biden border policies are encouraging the migrant surge, reactions tonight here in Star County, where the additional wall would go up. We need more, more, more 20 miles, make it 40 or 60. County Judge Eloy Vettis says he still has not been told where exactly the wall would go. We have a lot of questions, and, and personally, uh, a lot of things that I don't agree with. The Rio Grande Valley needs a solution, yes. but you don't believe the wall's the answer. Exactly. The move comes as so many keep making the dangerous trek north. At a border shelter, we met Grecia from Venezuela and Rosa from Ecuador, who say they were robbed in Mexico and frightened, but want to work hard here for their families. A dream shared by so many others that today, while visiting Mexico City, New York City's Mayor Eric Adams shared what he says is the sobering reality, with New York City's resources stretched thin by 120,000 migrants. We want to give a real picture of what's happening in New York City. We are at capacity. Welcome back in. 347-850-1272. It is 20 minutes after the top of the hour. You're listening to the serious side of the J.R. Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS radio network. Online radio at its best. Area residents thought that their land was safe after Trump's wall plans were foiled, according to those uh, who are familiar with the situation, only to discover that Biden's plan is to build more walls. Um, this is a situation, a lot of people feel that they were backstabbed uh, in this situation because now as they build wall, that means the government will have the ability to do an ultimate uh, domain-type seizure and take land uh, from people who have property against that U.S.-Mexican border wall. 
Uh, a lot of Democrats are saying that they feel slighted. They feel that this is a broken campaign promise. Uh, the immigration crisis in this country is something that uh, you can't turn a blind eye to. Um, I don't know how you resolve this uh, because people are coming in this country by droves. And, you know, according to President Biden, uh, you know, his hands were tied. It was almost as if, and this is the way I understand it, that maybe the money was already appropriated for it and, you know, you can't take that money. Either you use it or lose it. I don't know. That's just my simple way of saying it. But, you know, nevertheless, um, this is an issue. And I know, Vanessa, you have strong feelings about, you know, how we treat our migrants. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I think I'm not. I think at some point, and this is just a public a public service announcement, because it takes a lot for me to go and pull comments from different places where you guys can leave your comments. So I think I'm going to stop. I'm going to cut cut it off at around, you know, the bottom of the hour of the third set because I because it's too much work. Because i got to pull it down and copy it, and, and, you know, it's just a lot of work. So I think I'm not going to reach out after this segment, which means you can speak freely, Vanessa, because I'm pretty sure that you're going to say something that people are going to be like, rah, 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 and so I won't read it on today's no, show. No, 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 no. I, I mean, because – you know your comments when it comes to border and immigrants. So let me just let you have the floor. I mean, what do you think? First of all, what do you think about the fact that the Biden administration they're gonna they're gonna build more wall when you know President Biden said I'm not you know we're gonna shut it down. Now they're building more wall, and according to the president, you know he has no choice in the matter. As long as we have Abbott in the state of Texas, Abbott's going to put the migrants on the bus. And send them to Cape Cod and New York and every damn where else because we don't want them in Texas. You know, I feel sorry for them. But am I getting sick of all of the migrant stuff that's going on? I really, really am. Yeah, there it is. Um, there it is. I, I, I really am. I just. What do you mean the migrant stuff? What do you mean? Please explain. What do you mean you're getting sick of all the migrant stuff? Please be more specific. What do you mean by that? Shipping them everywhere to different states to prove a point. Um, putting. Well, that's not uh, your fault. No, some. No, that's not. That's Abbott. That's what I'm telling you. It's Abbott and the man. And DeSantis. Don't forget that and clown. Yes. And so, I don't want them all here. And I don't want them all here because I used to work in the welfare office and they're let, they got the same names as their children so that they can get benefits and all of that stuff and our people can't even get it. I just, I just think that there's got to be a way to stop them in Mexico before they come over here. Like, well, what do you mean to stop them in Mexico? What, is, what, what does that mean? I just think that there's got to be a way to stop those people before they make it all the way over here to the United States. It's just got to oh, be a way to do it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, know, people Jay, can come here for political. Jay, I don't know what the answer to this is. I just know that it's going to have to come. These people are flooding over here like no, not one. They are overflowing over here. Now, grant you, migrants will do jobs that regular United States citizens ain't going to do. Okay. So we do need them over in Florida picking oranges and that kind of stuff at $5 an hour. 
we do need some of the migrants over here as the yard people because ain't no black yard people over in my neighborhood. So I'm just, it, it's just not to be a way. It's just going to be a way, Jay, to stop all people from flowing over here and say we have to float them to another state because we don't want them here. But there's no more room in Texas for nothing. I don't want no damn body else moving to Texas other than lead. I, I mean, we need to put up a billboard. Texas is closed. <laughs> I'm serious. I am serious. Everybody is running to Texas, and I don't even know why, other than the cost of living is reasonable here. I just am sick of everybody flowing here. We need, and everybody's saying that. All the Texas people are saying, we need a billboard to say we're closed. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about these migrant people. I hate that the children are sleeping on the street. I hate that they don't have anywhere to go. That's not my. That's not the United States problem at this point in time. It's um, not. The not right now. Not. I can't have too much sympathy for them right now. I can't. Wow. I have okay. a four hundred, three hundred dollar water bill and a four hundred dollar light bill until next month. So I can't help them. I don't have that. That's, that's well, I don't have a high water bill, but my my light bill is always high. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. And I, like I said, I'm not retrieving any more comments. So if you're about to write in, or send something about what Vanessa just said, it's not going to get read on the air. So I'm just letting you know. So don't don't waste your time. And I know they're coming in. Let's bring in the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome Spree, is in the house. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey. Good morning. Hey, Vanessa. Good morning, Good morning. Jerome. Good morning. Are you calling in to chew me out? Are you no, I did not. That's my side. No, I don't come in here to bring bad news. You get me? Oh. <laughs> I don't like to bring bad news. I said, hey, Vanessa, because you was expecting when Vanessa say something that everybody was going to jump on her. But that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to jump on Vanessa. Are you kidding me? Uh, you go. All righty, Vanessa, you're safe. All right. So, uh, but I think I think we all can agree that yeah, what's happening at the border is something that. What's the answer? I mean, Jerome, you're here, man. Let's, we haven't heard from you. I mean, well, what's the answer to this thing, man? How? I mean, are we going to ever resolve what's happening at the at the southern border? Well, um, two. Two things. We I don't know the answer to the question, but I can tell you the cause of the question, and we are technically the cause of the question. Now, the United mm. States has a lot of land we don't use, so it's not that big of a deal that people are coming here. It's just when they go to bigger cities or crowded places and, you know, are getting on services that taxpayers have to pay. That's different. But when you're talking about migrant workers, we've always had that. We get them in New York State, farm workers stuff. We're a dairy state, New York State is. It's not a... Just because in New York City, we're not financed, so we make, you know, the yogurt stuff and all of that, apples. That stuff is New York State, grapes. So we're, we're, we get a lot of migrant. We have a migrant farms workers union here. But we always get migrant workers, and they always leave. They come here during season, and then they leave. They just want to, they just want to help their families back home. So if they can make a little money here, ship it back home, that's usually what normally happens. That's always happened. But the problem with our, you know, immigration system is the way that we kind of, you know, we act as colonizers across this planet, right? We upset those governments, make them unstable, 
and then now they're running the hair because they say, oh, you have all the wealth, but we have all the wealth because we are manipulating their governments. So if we can't be honest about it, we can't ever fix that problem. So even if you look at someone like Venezuela, who has, I think they have, you know, the fourth highest oil reserves, and they're like one of the poorest countries. And you know why? Because every time they democratically elect a leader, we undermine them. We make sure they have dictators because we don't want them to have power because they have oil money, just like we did in Libya, just like we did in Iraq. That is not something that we should sit high on a horse and we are watching across the planet that people are in different countries are really turning against European power because as, as you know, as dictators and as, um, you know, colonizers, we have gone around the planet and sucked everybody for resources that gave us money and power, and now we act like, oh, you poor people. So, you know, people are coming to the United States because we suck the resources out of everybody else, just like Britain did, just like France does. So we we won't look at this world realistically to figure out how to fix something because we keep wanting to put a Band-Aid on it. And so when you look at conservative people, they're just like, we don't want these people over here. And it's like, well, you shouldn't have been over there. <laughs> it's a part of that problem. So I think when it comes to a political solution to anything, we need to, if you want to fix it, you need to deal with the cause and not the symptoms. We're always treating symptoms. That's why we don't cure anything in this country. There's money and the treatment and not the cure. And so that's our policy. We just put a Band-Aid on stuff and keep going. But I don't think the United States is ever going to get over flooded with people. It's nonsense. We, you know how much land we have in the United States. The problem is, is that people in this country are so rigid in the way they think, they can't let anybody else be free in this country but white folks. So even if black people set up, you know, their own towns and own villages and stuff, you know, white folks will come and burn it down. It's kind of their mo when it really comes down to it, and so nobody. Um, if we don't deal with it honestly, we can't fix problems. I'm plugged into a computer, so we, it's not syncing or anything like that. Um, hmm. What you have to do is simply. Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, but that is the moral. Of the, uh, okay, but that's the more of the story that we we really don't get a good um, a handle on what causes problems, so we can't fix them. So a part of our immigration problem is not dealing honestly with what the cost of cause of it is. And like Vanessa said, if they keep if they stop them in Mexico from coming over, but Mexico is doing their job. They they are vetting some of these people that come over and when they don't, they just kinda of take another route into this country because you can smuggle people in underground. But the vast majority of people who are coming in here um are running from something and that's just our immigration policy is that when you are dealing with a dictator or any of that stuff, or, or tyranny, or whatever, persecution, we're supposed to be, you know, give us your your huddled masses, like give us your weak and whatever. We, that's how we, that's how we build this country is on immigration. But we changed this policy that it can only be European immigration. And anytime anybody of color wants to come over here, then we have problems. I mean, I know there's language differences, but we have to grow up. We really do. Because yeah, everybody's hating us on this planet because we won't grow up. 
Yeah, you, you talked about the, the, the oil reserves. And I said, huh, that's interesting. I just looked it up. So, I mean, the number one uh, largest reserve is in Venezuela. Number two uh, is in Saudi. Number three uh, is in, uh, I think, Venezuela. Did they say that? Number four is in Canada. Venezuela, I think three. And number yeah, five is in Iraq. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and Interesting. well, you're li- leaving out Libya. Libya, Libya has what's called sweet crude oil, which means it doesn't really okay. need to be treated as much. And so okay. the point that Libya went to, you know, sell their oil in euros is when uh-huh. we went over and killed that, that guy. And then when Venezuela wanted to sell their oil, out of, not in the U.S. dollar, they wanted to change it to euros as well, and we went in and got the Venezuela president. So... You know, those countries seem like they're poor and all this chaos and stuff, but I want to, you know, have people kind of wake up to say, do you know why that is? Right? Oil is money. It's why we went into Iraq. It was no other reason. Right? We knew there was no weapons of mass But they they sold that. 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 Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, I was wrong. Ahead, I, I, what were you wrong? Number three, is, number three is Iran. I'm sorry, I said Venezuela. Venezuela's not in the top five, I don't think. Yeah. But, yeah, but, I, but you I think good points. I mean, I'm, it's interesting. But but I think they I think they are like we we have um, in this country Sitco, right? As a gas station, that's Venezuela's yeah. U.S. subsidiary. That's Venezuela oil. They're not pumping as much oil is because now they have a dictator. When they democratically yeah. elected somebody, they were pumping oil mm-hmm. and they were putting it out, and the U.S. couldn't have Venezuela as a big player in that piece, and we did something, right? So I won't go into that because I know it will be a long show, but, you know, we do that. And it's kind of like, I know you guys probably covered this earlier, but it's kind of like looking at the Israel mm-hmm. stuff. You know, people are getting hot at that, but they have no concept or, you know, concept of history. We're backing somebody who went and who were, you know, have one of the largest open-air prisons in the world. I, you know, Israel is starving out 2 million people, cutting off their water and and electricity yeah. and food sources, won't even let them fish in the Mediterranean. And, and, and we sit here and go, ooh, look what happened to Israel. And there, genocide, the genocide is going on. And I know everybody yeah. gets a little squeamish because, yeah. because of that, but... But we have to deal with life. If we don't get a handle as Americans and start dealing with people across this planet, honestly, we are going to be the pariahs. Every great society has crashed because of this reason. So we can act blind if we want to, but you won't be able to travel anyplace ever again. So we need to start wrong. dealing with again. <laughs> Venezuela is actually number one. I was wrong. I'm just ready to sing it all. But go ahead, Vanessa. He's sending help, and he's trying to get that bill passed, in which I don't mind them sending money to help because I, I think that to me and everybody else, that's the promised land that they're over there defending. So I for sure want them to send money over there to help the promised well, land. But this is my deal. If he had said, well, we've got some other countries that are going to put in on this. He ain't got to name names, Jerome. But if he said, We've got some other countries that are going to put in on this $100 billion. And some people, like me, and I'm sure there are some other people who just don't want to say it out loud, might not have as big a problem with sending $100 billion over there. He said the United States was sending it. 
He didn't say that that group that power that group of eight or whatever it is was putting in. Because he can't get a group of eight. He can't. See, here's the problem. So here's what we're missing with our own propaganda against ourselves. So he can't get a group of eight because for 70 years they've been oppressing um, people in Palestine, right? They had an agreement in 1967 um, for a solution to this, and they've been violating that thing since. And if you don't know, because our news is not reporting this, Netanyahu disbanded their Supreme Court a few months back. So they were planning on, I think it was this weekend, a, a, a rally to try to get rid of Netanyahu. Like about, you know, they were expecting like damn near 100,000 people of Israelis trying to get rid of their government. And then next thing you know, oh, nope, they're bombing us. So we need to stick together. Propaganda. That's all I'm saying. So don't watch your news and say, tell us what it is that's going on, because a part of the same system is creating the same system that said they have a a weapon of mass destruction. We got suckered by that before, and we should be getting smarter. So when I watch people on TV saying, how come everybody's not upset what's going on over there, is because when they started the rumors that these babies are getting beheaded, people were losing their mind. And then when it came across to say, wait a minute, there was no evidence of that. But everybody, even the president, went off and, and said that to make you feel some kind of way so they can go in and slaughter people. It is yeah, sick. but we saw pictures of the ba- of bodies yeah, wrapped I, I don't, in Yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying, though, what I'm saying is that you're looking at something that you're talking about a wag the dog kind of situation. They have been disproving some of the images that came out there were images from years prior or a few months prior to that happening. They are they're pros at propaganda. And I'm saying, just like with the Iraq weapons of mass destruction, we can't wait two years later to be like, oh, they was lying. You should not do that. In real time, we have so to have common sense. did you see the girl who was saved by the man, by her friends? They were at the festival, and the girls kept, the girl and her friends in a group kept running this direction, running that direction, until this man came through with a truck and saved them. This girl yeah. said that they went back in a direction and saw their friends heads shot off of their body. So some of this okay, so, is not so propaganda. Okay, it's wait a minute. So did you, people who were interviewed. Call yep, my ass gullible. I believe it. Yeah, so did you see that same festival took place two months prior to that happening? They actually zoomed in on it, and I forgot what the artist was who was performing there, and that did not happen when that whole thing happened. So even as they disprove this stuff in real time, you still have people going up. And, again, they're pros at this. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, you know, getting in this fight of calling names one way or another. I am just saying to you that as consumers of this stuff, we have to pay attention. It is our job to pay attention, not for someone to tell us. And And I'll do a really quick story. I remember when – you know, Katrina happened, and there was reports of people getting raped in the Superdome. And I was on the phone with someone, and they were like, hey, did you hear there's reports of people getting raped? And I said to the black person I was talking to, think about this. If you was there as a black man, would you let somebody black get raped? And he said no. 
I said, you know because that didn't what, happen, right? We were just reading said, about this in the reason. Bible, Philippians, on Wednesday, where it was talking about the people who were marched down the street naked, and was some of them were raped outright. This happened just a week ago, and people were we, saying this. Right. Okay. Right. Well, but I believe what, saying, what the Bible says, and I believe that it is coming back to pass. I believe that it happened the other day. Right, I'm gonna have to step in. So, let, let, let me step in because we're we're going way over, and we still have something okay. else to talk I about. I'm, I mean, I I appreciate it. My right bad. Time I didn't mean it. No, no, no. It's okay. But, no, no, no. I don't mean. Listen, we're a talk show. No, 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 no. I just, we're fine. I mean, wanted, I just want. Yeah, I just want to make a comparison of saying that when. Um, we're talking about immigration and, and things like that, that we're always yeah. kind of fed propaganda inside of our, our news so that we start to have some kind of feeling about something. But like I said, I've dealt with the farm workers union folks and immigrants who've come up here and, and you know, did they and – I, and I don't mean to relegate them to apple picking and farm work, but that's what they come up here for, to make a few bucks so they can go back home. And I think we yeah. kind of need to – Hey, we need that for our economy. We just kind of need yeah. to work with immigration a little bit differently, opposed to pointing the finger because we have these sensationalized cases and saying, "Oh, somebody got raped or somebody got that." Like those are those are outliers, and so we need to kind of see it for what it's worth. But until we kind of see through propaganda, then we can't make good decisions. We can't make good decisions based on propaganda. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Come on, let's go. Just a minute, I gotta finish this. Wait, you're gonna post those pictures of Mary? Yep. She thinks she's so hot. But her mom and dad will see them. Her grandmother, her little sister, everyone she knows, it's gonna kill her. Who cares? Just a couple of pictures. It's no big deal. No big deal? Don't. This has gotta stop. Stop cyberbullying. The results could be deadly. We're live. Produced by the colleagues. Take one.
478501272 is our calling number. Welcome back in. This is the serious out on a beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you guys for spending a portion of your Sunday with us. And of course, I never share the stage by myself. Big sister in the house. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Getting ready to pray for the spirit. I tell you. Pray for the spirit. You need to pray for the spirit. Mr. Jerome Spree's in the house as well, man. What's going on, Jerome? How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing all right. Cannot complain. Mr. LES is in the place to be as well. Good morning, sir. How are you? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And mwah, good morning, NASA. Mwah, good morning, Kathleen. Mwah, good morning, Mama B. A special good morning to you, Mama B. Mwah, good morning, Rodelia. Mwah, good morning, uh, Rich Sister. Mwah, good morning, uh, Mary the Music. And Mary the Music, that first song was Drama by Erica Baidu. The last song was Love Around the Clock, Raheem Devon, Randall Anderson, the colleagues featuring Guapale, and good morning, my brother Hulk, and good morning, my brother Jerome. Mr. Elias, can we say hello to some people in the World Famous Chat Room, if you don't mind, sir? Ball man, we got our brother Covina man in there with us. Good morning, Covina. Good morning, my brother. 
That's my boy there, man. What's up, Kameen? Appreciate you, man. I want to say what's happening to the pastor. Also want to say hello to a few people uh, that's listening to us live, uh, live all the way live. Well, more than a few, but I'm just going to acknowledge the few that I'm going to read here in a few minutes. Uh, Pastor Steve's always in the house. Appreciate you. Ricky is in the house. Pretty Ricky, that's what they call me, is here. Uh, special message for Momo. Can't wait to read that. Also, Stacy and uh, Kelly, uh, Kareem, and a few others. Uh, I'm not going to be able to read all your comments because we're up against it. Um, and I wanted to talk about Senator Men- Menendez, but you know what? Let's change pace. We only have a few more minutes. We can spend the next few minutes talking about this particular topic. Mr. Elias, I just want to get your real quick thoughts on what's happening with Jada and Will uh, Smith. I, I I don't get that whole situation, man. I really don't. And, and it seems to me that Jada Pinkett is doing everything in her power to just make Will Smith look stupid. But then I saw some freaking video uh, last night. And Will is there saying, hey, we got this crazy love thing, but we're together. That's the weirdest mess I've ever seen, man. Your thoughts, please. Hey, man, it's Hollywood. It was, well, no, the way you call it, Hollyweird. So, wow. I, you know, it is what it is, man. And, man, you know, if he, if he like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't talk about nobody else's marriage. I, I, I'm dealing with my own issues, man. So, God bless him if that's what he likes. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, well, okay. Vanessa, you know, a lot of people are saying the reason why he's still together because it's cheaper to keep it. There's no prenup. So, you know, instead of divorcing her, just let her go live. According to her, they've been living separately since 2016. And uh, I okay. don't know, man. I, I, I just... Saying, not, I, well, please do. Okay. It's all yours. So if y'all go yeah. back around 2016, 17, when it was found out that Dwayne Martin, I think it's his name, Peter Campbell's husband, and Will Smith was having an affair. Because Will Smith bought him like a, a fancy car range of, of uh, a Bentley Sports or something like that. They were seen on a cruise together. If you go back and y'all start Googling Will Smith and and that guy, Martin, Keisha Campbell's husband, Keisha Campbell brought it up in the divorce that Will and him was having an affair. And so, y'all, they have always been swingers. This ain't nothing new. They told that they were swingers. Okay, so sometimes being a swinger gets you in trouble. So he went and swung the other way. They're not going to divorce because they got too many assets. It's cheaper to just stay there and get separate lives. Y'all been sleeping around with separate lives for all these years. What's the big difference now? That's why they got screwed up children who dress like girls and they were boys and the girl dressed like the boy. It, that's the reason why they're children oh, like that. No, no. Already, so. They have all right, not right. hid it. They didn't hide it, Jay. So that's I, why I, they, where they are right now. Okay. Thank they you very much, it. Vanessa. Just this those how you really for Jerome. I don't know if this is beneath you or not to comment on it, but sir, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to say your piece on this as well, if you so choose. Uh, I, oh, I really don't think anything's beneath me, but I kinda of feel like this is a little I, I don't I never had any kind of empathy in this because she wow. is literally being an exhibitionist. She pretty much always has been to me. Right? Oh, and so when your child 
who grew up who was born after Tupac had died, and that child is still saying my mama would have been happy with Tupac, means that she oh. got some stuff going on. <laughs> I think that help. So I always emphasize a little well in the sense that I think he keeps trying to keep this happy marriage family thing going, and it's tough. Tough messing with her doing yeah. that. Okay, y'all. Wow. Vanessa, we got to go. Vanessa, we got to go. We got to go, Vanessa. Vanessa, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got time. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. She's still talking. Vanessa, we got to go. We got to go. We got to take a break. We got to come back with our final thoughts. Sorry. All right. Love you, too. Oh, my God. We'll be right back after this. Jesus Christ. The creators of the long-running cartoon series South Park are relaunching an iconic, almost 50-year-old Mexican restaurant in the Denver suburb. As NPR's Chloe Veltman explains, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have spent millions of dollars to rescue Casa Bonita after it was closed during the pandemic. Few people outside of the Denver area had heard of Casa Bonita, adored by locals for offering kitschy entertainments like cliff divers and puppet shows despite its terrible food, until the cavernous restaurant was featured in South Park. Well, it appears that Eric here is responsible for Butter's missing because he wanted to go to Casa Bonita. Series creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker, both native Coloradans, funneled more than $40 million towards renovating the landmark after the business went bankrupt in 2020. Casa Bonita recently opened its doors to invited guests. The official launch date has yet to be announced. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. Fire officials in Canada say rains expected on Sunday could help to clear up smoky air in the region, but they say it will not reach the forest fires that continue to burn in Quebec province for several days. There are more than 400 fires burning across the country, with 144 of them in Quebec. Officials say it's not unusual to have fires in the summer, but their broad scope this year and their early arrival is considered to be unprecedented. C.T. Pan is out in front in the Canadian Golf Open after shooting a 666 on Saturday at Oakdale. Pan birdied the final two holes for his 66. Rory McIlroy is just two strokes behind. He's looking to win his third straight Canadian Open. He won last year after the tournament was dark for two years because of COVID. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News. Support for this NPR podcast is made possible by PwC, who wants you to know that they don't make products to solve any business problem. They make them to solve your specific challenges, putting their 175 years of experience into every product they make. Discover what they can do for you. At PwC, it adds up to the new equation. PwC.com slash US slash product. All right, folks, it is time for State Your Case. Pastor Steve's State Your Case, where we read comments from the world-famous chat room and from uh, social media. Mr. Elias, man, you got anything, man? Because we are up against it. Yeah, Covina, man, just, I got one from Covina, man. He says, I do think Trump is going to jail. My man, my boy, come on, come on. My, I love him. I love my boy. I love him. All right, I have a few. Let me read them here real quick because we're really up against it. Uh, Pastor Steve, peace and blessings, family. I agree with you, Jay. The Republicans will continue to find ways to tilt the scales in their favor. This is a generational fight that our kids and their kids will have to fight for years to come. also want to extend my condolences to Momo B and her family. I really enjoy when she calls into the show. She and her family are in my prayers. Well, thank you, Pastor. I'm pretty sure she would appreciate that. Ricky, pretty Ricky, look at this. South South Florida, oh, my God, I'm so sorry to hear about the passing of Momo B's father. Thoughts and prayers. This is pretty Ricky. Yep, I know, pretty Ricky. That's what they call me. God bless. Uh, Stacy Dallas, 
experience the moment be even though it is even though it is the natural order children burying their parents nevertheless the pain is still real stay strong sister great show one more uh, Kelly from Brooklyn I need someone to explain to me why okay I'm not yep, no I'm scared. I need someone to explain to me why y'all are doing shows twice a month I've been religiously listening to this show for the past three years. My Sunday morning routine, get up, fix breakfast, grab my phone, headphones, and Bruce, my German shepherd, and hit the track listening to the serious side. Y'all need to step up y'all's game. Yeah, thanks, Kelly. All right, uh, and on that, yeah, well, okay. Well, and on that Forgive note, me, Jesus Christ. Yeah, whatever, Jerome. I won't be here next Sunday. I'm on the cruise. <laughs> Man, oh, there it is. See, that's I'm why over there. There it is. See, see, look. There it is. I, I won't be here. I won't be here. Yeah, there it is. Okay, there you go. So it sounds like it's just gonna be me and Jerome. Oh, Jerome, you're gonna be here. We might as well find out in front of everybody. You gonna be here, Jerome? I am gonna be on the road, but I'll try to call it. <laughs> okay, well, it say. sounds like I'm riding solo. I, All right, well, I'm riding slow solo next week. Then sounds like okay. J. Ralph for two hours. That's going to be fun. All right, listen, we are up against it. We are running out of time. We're going to go over so people can say what they need to say. Uh, for the live audience, you'll lose us in 90 seconds, but for everyone who listens uh, normally through whatever you listen to on your whatever day you listen to, you'll get the full breezy. So, Vanessa, give me your final thoughts. I love you, Momo, and I will call you in another couple of days to make sure you got out the bed. Love you guys. Have a good week. All right, you have a good week and be blessed. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right, Jerome, man, final thoughts. Yes, sir. I'm going to be short and sweet. I just want to send uh, my condolences to Momo and peace and many blessings to your family. And I know how it feels on the law. So just, um, hey, be, be strong is the only thing I can say. That's what people said to me. So I'll have to pass the same to you and say that if you need us, call us. Even if we need to joke around on the show a little bit, just, uh, you know, we'll be there if we can. Or I never definitely will. Yep. Good stuff, man. I like the way you said that. Debating is the first and last word. Mr. Elias, man, final thoughts. Well, my more baby girl, you know some. You're always special to me. You will always be special to me. And, uh, you know, my condolences to your family, sweetheart. And if you should need anything, don't hesitate to call. Just let me know how you're feeling, baby girl. And if you want me to call you, just let me know. I'll call you. But I know how it is when somebody passed away. You, you don't want to deal with too many people. So you need me, baby. I'm here for you. Wow. And I echo everyone's thought. Momo Beasy know how she, how, how I feel about her. I tell you, man, I, I hate to hear this. I really do. Because she would tell us stories about the cowboy, man. We started laughing. And, uh, God, you know, you had the opportunity to spend that time with him. And just God bless you and your family. You know we love you to pieces, sweetie. And uh, if there's anything that we can do, uh, make sure you let us know. And I also want to send a very special shout-out to one of my brothers, man, a guy that I've been known for over 30 years. This brother just had a heart attack in Italy. This guy, when I tell you the definition of physical fitness, he's our age, but he has zero body fat. He does yoga. He eats right. He exercises every day, but he had a major, not a major, but he had a heart attack in Italy. He's recovering. He put a stint in. And I just want to say, bro, hard man, I love you, boy. And I'm going to be reaching out to you, man, uh, FaceTiming you through WhatsApp here in a couple of hours just to make sure you are right and hold it steady. But, folks, listen, tomorrow's not promised. And so at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, love your loved ones, hug them, kiss them, take care of them. 
Don't wait until they're about to be put into the ground to give them their, their roses. Give it to them now. You know, give it to them now. And I just, I don't want to say just a very special welcome to my mommy, too, because I had an opportunity to spend a week with her. And I just, I just adore her so much. And I know that, uh, you know, God has you here for a reason. And uh, I know you're going through what you're going through. But at the end of the day, your family loves you. And uh, we want to continue to lift you up, continue to give you your blessings and give you your roses while you can still acknowledge them. And on that note, Mr. L.E.S., it's Sunday. We're talking serious stuff. What time is it, my friend? It's time for the serious side of the Jake Brown Show. All right, folks, have no fear. Next week you will get... My boy, Jerome, on a need-to-know basis. So for Vanessa, for Jerome, for Mr. Elias, I'm Jay Ryle. Saying have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful work week. Kiss a loved one. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Make sure a mama, aunt, sister gets to the doctor and get checked out. Our wife. I'm Jay Ryle. Have a wonderful weekend. And remember, for this Sunday, and we're talking serious stuff, it is the serious side. God bless. We'll see you next week. Especially to you, Kelly. We'll be back next week, Kelly. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.